Hello and welcome again to Money Tips. This is Charles Kelly bringing you money tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate and enjoy more money. I'm the author of the book, Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. I also worked in banking, insurance and running my own brokerage in financial services for over 25 years. I'm not doing that right now, uh, but uh, I, I, you know, I, I've got that, that experience and I'm continuing to learn about how, how the market works. Now, today, uh, the, the London market's open and the European market's open and the Asian markets are, have already opened and they've all started to go down. Uh, they've all fallen sharply. London at the moment, I think, is down about 7%. That's billions wiped off the market. It, the, the London FTSE All Share Index, the FTSE 100 Index, briefly fell below 5,000 this morning, which is where it was 20, 30 years ago. I mean, it was at 6,000 uh, in the 90s. So it, this is you know, incredible, really. And it, it, don't forget, towards the end of last year, in early January, it had reached 7,700. And now it's it's down to just over 500, which is is, is unbelievable. It's, it's a crash by any other name. Now, last week, we saw shares rally because the Federal Reserve and the government said we're going to do something. There were interest rate cuts in various countries. And uh, over the weekend, we saw the Federal Reserve pump 700 billion into the market. I think what that means is they they buy government bonds. They 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 push money into the market as they've been doing in China and other banks to 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 boost up shares a little bit. And they've cut rates down to, to virtually zero now. Uh, the Bank of England last week uh, have cut rates by point two by half percent to point two five percent and are expected to, to even drop them further maybe down to uh, 0.1% uh, which is almost zero and yet this doesn't seem to be working all the, the banks and the governments have fired off their big guns uh, and and yet it, it doesn't seem to be making any difference uh, and, and you look at some of the predictions in the papers over the weekend that you know this this could basically cause a global recession as coronavirus wreaks havoc um, and and it's it, this is a real fear and this is why the markets are, are falling and although we've had this sort of rally because I suppose as the markets dip people come back in and buy it and then it goes up and people think it's going to be okay but I, I don't think this is just going to go away in in the next week or two as I said we've seen billions wiped off the market and they, they just don't seem to be able to cope with this when when we had the 2008 banking crisis they, the governments were able to move in, um, shore up and bail out the banks, basically, and then things settled down. But this this virus is spreading all over the world. And every time you pick up the, the newspapers, you hear it's getting worse. It's getting worse in Italy, France, uh, America. Uh, in China, they've settled it down. But, you know, it's not easy for, for countries to just uh, lock down and quarantine 60 million people as they did in China. Uh, and, and obviously we don't know what's really happening in China. They say it's settled down, but who knows? Um, but I think if you start telling people in France, you know, you can't go out, that there, there will eventually be riots in the streets. And I've seen videos already of, of fights breaking out in supermarkets uh, in, in Australia and the UK. So, you know, we could see riots on the streets if, if this goes on. Because you can't, I mean, the government here is saying that uh, people over 70 might be asked to stay at home for four weeks. Well, where are they, they going to get their food? Where are they going to eat? If they go to the supermarket now, uh, the, the, there's a scramble for things. 
uh, a lot of the dried foods and pastas are sold out. Uh, so where are they going to get this food? And then they say to people, oh, don't panic buy. But at the same time, they're saying, we're going to lock you up for four weeks, but don't panic buy. You know, they're giving indications that we could all be self-isolating, which I mean, I thought self-isolating means that you choose yourself to isolate. But what they're saying is we're going to impose isolation on you. That's a bit different from self-isolation. But if, that's, if, if they're hinting that we all might be asked to self-isolate or ordered to self-isolate, can you blame people for going out and saying, well, we might need to have two weeks stock of food in the house? Because I, I don't see anybody coming around and saying we're going to deliver food to people. So who knows? Um, that, that's, that's the problem is that they don't know the extent of this coronavirus. And bear in mind, this comes at the top of what's called a bull market. Now, the bull market is where the market is expected to go up. So things are moving up. They're expected to go up. And we had 12 years of that since the last crash. And now we're into uh, what's called a bear market, which is the opposite. And this is here's a picture of a bear here, a bear market, right? That's the illustration of a bear market. This is where you've got fear coming into the market, where the big institutions are scared. They're, they're, they're frightened. Are these shares going to go down? The fund manager, am I going to lose my job if I don't start getting out of equities? Equities and shares are the same thing. So this could cause a self-fulfilling bear market and, and once you, you you lose that confidence the market loses that confidence it, it's bound to sort of continue on a downward trend and until such time as uh, things turn around and everyone thinks right everything's fine now that the virus is gone the economy is moving up and then everyone starts buying shares again and the market moves up you know you've got to remember this is a very fast moving market and it's not only people buying shares, but people are buying futures, people are buying options, they're exercising options, they're selling options, they're trading options, they're trading on bond, on the bond market, they're trading on uh, indexes like the, the FT250 share index or the, the Wall Street uh, S&P 500. People are trading on whether that is going up or down. And this all causes, uh, you know, movements in the market. And over the weekend, like Wall Street, Dow Street, the Dow Jones on Wall Street is not opened yet. So, but it did end up on Friday. It had a record day on Friday going up, but that's not the end of it. And when it does open today, I think it's going to drop because we've already seen that over the weekend, what's called the futures market is where people are trading outside of market times in futures. That uh, they're predicting a thousand point decline according to what the futures market is is gambling on where the the american indexes are going so people don't only buy and sell shares on the markets you've got people who gamble on the outcomes of these markets spread betting options trading futures uh, th these are quite complex financial instruments they're not just used for gambling they're used to hedge uh, things as well uh, but uh, people trade with these and bearing them you know depending on where people think the market is going if they think it's going up they would put an option in to sell at a higher price because uh, they, they feel the market is going up. But at the moment, I'm sure that most investors feel that the market has got some way, some way to go down. And a lot of investors feel that the market was already overpriced. When, when the markets were high in, in late December and early January, they felt that was, was overpriced, that there was no value in the market. You had investors like Warren Buffett, Berkshire Hathaway, one of the greatest investors of all time, sitting on 
billions of dollars of cash saying, well, I'm waiting until there's value out there, until a company's going on sale, till I feel that I can buy the company at the right price. In a property market, you might do the same. Property investors are always looking for that deal. They're looking for a below market value property. And when properties are going up and up and up, they're hard to find. Uh, but when there's there's fear in the market, when people are selling, when people are not buying, and they people who, are, who want to sell have to reduce their price, that's when property investors will get below market value properties. In other words, they will buy when everyone else is selling. They will buy when everyone else is fearing to do anything. And it's the same thing in the stock market. There are a lot of big investors out there waiting for below market value shares and waiting for things to, to come down to whether they can buy a share at what they feel is, is the right price and they feel that they can make a profit over the years on those shares. So you've got two things going on here. You've got the, the end of the bull market, what I think is the end of the bull market, the 12 year bull run. And most bull markets don't last more than about 10 years. And then you've got, and this could lead into a, a bear market where you've got recession and a bear market. And then what's triggered this, and I've said this before, it can take some small incident or a big incident to trigger these things like a war, like bombing, like a trade war. And, and in this case, it's the coronavirus, which has infected a few thousand people. Yeah, thousands of people have got it. But compared to the world population, it, it's, it's still relatively small at the moment. But we don't know how far this is going to go. If you look at similar things in the past, we've had this before. We had in, in 100 years ago, uh, the, the, the Spanish flu pandemic, which infected, uh, listen to this, 500 million people. That was at that time 10% of the world's population. And it killed up to 50 million people, which is more than was killed in, in the, the First World War. Uh, so, so that's a pandemic for you. And obviously in those days they didn't have the same uh, medical technology, but it just shows you what these viruses can do um, because I, a lot of the viruses around now have been around since biblical times. You know, they haven't really killed off viruses. You know, you can you can ward them off. You can your body can fight them, but they, they can't even give you something to kill off the virus in a flu a flu virus, can they? They can give you a vaccine for it. But if you go to the doctor and say, well, I've got the flu, what do they do? They send you home. They say, well, I can't do anything. You can't have antibiotics because that, that is a bacterial medicine. Uh, they can give you antibiotics for, say, a chest infection that may have come from the flu virus. But there's not much you can do about this virus. I think from what I can see and what I've heard about people in China, they just sort of send people home and rest and hope that they get over it. And this is why it's killing more of the older people. Anyway, this virus... Uh, it looks like it's you can see figures that it's doubling every day, like in, in the UK, it doubles every day. And if you, if you know this um, compound interest calculation, that if you take a penny and double it every day, it ends up at you know 30 million or something after 30 days. So you can imagine if a few hundred people have a virus and it's doubling every day after 30 days, that could be millions of people. And we still don't know how many people are actually infected because it takes quite a while to get a test and it takes uh, two weeks I think to get the results of the test so who knows so this is why the markets are panicking and and the market pe people who buy and sell they're not stupid they're looking ahead and saying well where is this leading could it lead to recession could it lead to job cuts if, if it leads to job cuts will people be able to pay their mortgages will it lead to defaults will people go into arrears and lose their homes will banks 
possibly be under threat because people are not able to meet their commitments? Will countries be under threat because they can't meet their interest rate commitments? We've seen this with Greece before. I think we might see it with Italy. So it, it is a, a serious thing when these things happen and, and it has real effects. I've heard of people already been laid off. I, I, I've had so many things in my diary cancelled because they're cancelling uh, charity dinners, they're cancelling events, they're cancelling uh, they cancelled the elections in, in uh, the, the London mayoral elections. They cancelled those elections, which were going to be held in May, and put them off for a year because of this. So as, as these things happen, you know, if, if a, to give an example, if a restaurant is, is getting bookings cancelled and nobody's going there, what do they do? They might just have to say to the staff, well, we can't afford to employ you anymore. I know a restaurant that's her in, in the UK has done that. They've had to sort of let staff go because they, they, they're getting no customers coming through the door and they're just doing a home delivery service. So, um, you know, it, this this is, is not going to just end with a couple of interest rate cuts or some the Federal Reserve pumping 700 billion into the market. I don't think that's really going to, to help. And then we've got all the, the businesses that could go down because of this, the airlines, the hotel groups, the travel firms that are just losing bookings left, right and centre. How are they going to continue their operations and pay all their staff. It, it, it's, it is a serious thing. So uh, I, I would expect the markets to go down further. That's only my prediction. You've got to make your own decisions on that. Um, one, I'll tell you one funny story to end on. There's there's a guy who runs a local market store near me. He's an old guy. He's, he, he must be in his 70s. Obviously, he's, he's not been quarantined yet because uh, he's still out on the markets. But he's a fit-looking guy probably in his 70s always suntanned because he's always out in the open cheerful chirpy guy from from london from camden and he does various markets and he sells women's clothing so he gets um tops and dresses and skirts and jeans and and coats in the winter and he has a big stall on the market he does he does very well he's got a big van he loads up the van puts out all these rails and he, he seems to do well come rain or shine he's there doing well and making a living and he tells me he's got a place in the West Indies. I've seen him actually drive around in an Aston Martin, believe it or not, uh, from a market stall. Yeah. And the other day I went past the market. And who was there but this guy, but not with clothing. But he had his market stall was full of toilet rolls and kitchen rolls. And he was selling these. They were, they were going out like hotcakes. So he's obviously spotted an opportunity. He said, I'm not going to do clothes for next week. I'm going to sell toilet rolls. He's obviously gone to some warehouse bought like a van load of toilet rolls and he's out there flogging them in the market. It was incredible that this guy's seen an opportunity and, and gone in and, and made some money out of it and made a bit of a killing. So good luck to him. Uh, he's probably one of these guys that will never be short of money because he can always see opportunities where other people just see fear. So so there you go. Thanks for listening. Sorry, it's a bit of doom and gloom here, uh, but but I've got to tell it like it is. And uh, I, I I personally won't be jumping into shares just yet. I want to see what's happening and where that market is going. How do you know when it's hit bottom? When it's hit bottom, it will start going up and the institution, institutional investors will start buying again. But until then, it's very choppy waters. So just be careful out there. So thanks for listening and uh, have a great day. It's a sunny day here in London and just take care. Keep, keep washing your hands. Happy birthday to you, as Boris Johnson used to say. Wash your hands twice to the verse of Happy birthday to you twice. And they say you're going to be safe, but who knows? I, I, I don't believe any of them. Thanks very much. Bye for now.